Recording in progress. <laughs> Your stupid thing is fucking talking. Yeah, it talks. <laughs> it's talking to me, dude. What's going on? You're listening to the Film Drunk Frogcast, coming at you not live from a series of frock quarters. We used to do them together in person in the flesh but uh life doesn't exist like that anymore and it's okay uh i'm vince mancini i'm here with my best buddy my podcasting partner the irregular regular mr matt lieb black hole um, won't you come i hate it and wash away my butt what's up guys no <laughs> i got new shit no no. I like to eat butts, bitch. Hey, Vince. Mm. Hey, Vince. Yeah? Eat my asshole. Eat my asshole is what I said. Oh, okay. All right, well, this one was a bust. Wait, 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 wait. Can I get a little red dragon before you go? Uh-oh, okay. All right. Oh, Daddy, I'm a big old red dragon. Oh, fuck my red butt. Oh. Is that what you wanted? <laughs> no, but I liked it. <laughs> All right, I'm back. What's up, guys? <laughs> you really you re- refuse to do Red Dragon for me on command? Unbelievable. Listen, dude, I'm not a fucking dancing monkey who will do everything that you say. I used to be a dancing monkey, but now I'm, I'm an adult. I'm a grown-up. Oh, somebody put a bow tie on the monkey. Look at him. Yeah, I got a nice little fez. <laughs> I am the organ grinder's monkey, and I have pride now. That's because I wear a nice little vest. Yeah. Um, we also got Joey Devine here joining us. Hi. Sorry, I was waiting. I was waiting for the intro. Normally, no, I don't. Yeah, that's you're doing it correct. That's yeah. That's usually how it goes. What's it's up, me dude? from the Round Ball Rock podcast. From Round Ball Rock, <laughs> you know him, you love him, Joey Devine. Ba 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 basketball. Gotta gotta give me the ball, and then I'm gonna dunk it or something. That is how that sketch goes. Yeah. Yeah, is that from a sketch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I heard yeah. someone else do that. Yeah, I believe I it thought... was. I believe it was on Mad TV. Oh, really? I did not yeah. know that. I just thought that yeah, someone yeah. said those were the words <laughs> to the basketball song, and I was like, "Yeah, that sounds good." I'll, it was one of those I'll jokes that. that I heard someone else do, and I was like, "God, that's really funny." I'm gonna, mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna have fun with that. And now yeah. that I know it's Mad TV, I'm like, I wish that person had told me. Yeah. I like sketch up. comedy because, like, you can do 98 bad sketches, but if, like, the 99th one becomes a meme, it's like you've made it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Sketch comedy is also uh, fun because all of the people who are doing it are, like, you know, friends, and they're having a great time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're just watching people be happy. And Speaking what, of Friends, what's up? Have you guys watched the Friends reunion? You know, I still haven't. I was gonna watch it just to feel like I'm, you know, doing my duty as a media critic. But like, yeah, I, I, like at first I thought it was gonna be, you know, them like doing a show together. And once I right. heard it was gonna be like Real Housewives style, like co-interview, I'm like, didn't they already do like 50 of these? That can't be the well, first. The thing that really bothered me about it is like. 
how like delusional we all are that it's like people we all know that got paid three million dollars to do this claiming how good of friends they are the (laughs) entire time yeah like these people needed to be paid three million dollars to show up and then they're just lying to everybody's faces like we're such good friends we eat dinner all the time and it's like which there's no way they do that there's no way they because first of all you never ever see them together no what like it's just not a thing and second of all like it's clear that some of them are doing better than the others, and there's just yeah, no yeah. way. It's kind of it's clear which ones. Yeah, there's just um, no way that like they're all <laughs> hanging out with fucking Matt LeBlanc. And then there's you know? also another crazy lie where they're like, uh, you know, James Corden, who hosts it, is like, Ugh, oh god, he hosts it. Why? So were there any romances on the set? Oh, <laughs> and then. Of course, they lie again to keep up with their weird. These friends have to be real friends thing where like (laughs) Jennifer Aniston and fucking Ross are like, yeah, we had huge crushes on each other, but never did anything because we were always in a relationship, you know, just like the real Ross and Rachel. Like, it's okay for fiction to be fiction, people. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like the answer not to that could have been YA James Twitter. Corden. Why are you a fucking weirdo? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's a TV show. That's all they should have said the whole time. Guys, it's a TV show. Or just that why show are you that he- wasn't as good as Seinfeld. <laughs> why are you here? No one likes you. <laughs> There's also you a really even, funny moment. You weren't even in fucking Book of Mormon. At least we can say that for Josh Gad. No one knows why yeah. you're here. <laughs> he wasn't you, cats, though. A funny thing about James Gordon is he, I, for, I think it's 2006, for the 2006 World Cup, uh, he recorded a song with Dizzy Rascal that was supposed to be the theme for the English soccer team and they lost like immediately and the entire country blamed James Corden oh, that the song was so bad <laughs> that rules like, fuck you James it was your bitch ass fault <laughs> honestly though I mean I, I do not understand anyone enjoying what James Corden does like I, I, I it just I mean, boggles my mind I think there was a time that I was indifferent to it because I was like oh he's British that's sure because, you uh, yeah. know, like one to one, you know, if someone has an accent, I'm like, all right, well, that makes them, uh, you know, infinitesimally listen, more interesting than someone I'll listen one. about five seconds more long. Yeah. Or maybe it was longer. just like my hangover from Craig Fer- Ferguson, who was actually likable. Uh, oh, yeah. he was great. Where, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. yeah. And then he became like, why is this guy always here? Why is he in everything? And I also, do think- like. I don't like late night show hosts who like their whole thing is that they're like talented like that. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't enjoy that. It's not your fucking talent show. You know what I do? Sorry, go ahead, Joey. I was going to say, I do think the progression of that show is funny though, where it's like, okay, we had Craig Kilborn Um, (laughs) to wean this off. We have to get a guy from uh, a guy from the UK named Craig. So they yeah. get Craig Ferguson and now it's like, okay, we, we, do, we don't have to get a Craig guy, but we need another guy from the UK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 With a more posh accent. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. of these Scottish freaks. You know what they keep doing with uh, late night shows is they keep hiring these people that are like really nice boys that like, um, 
you know, they kind of have that, like, I, I don't know how to describe just like the average comedian who's just super happy to be there. Like, you know, you're yeah. Jimmy Fallon type. And Chills. then, and uh, like, what's his name? Um, the, yeah, what's his face? The guy, Steve, uh, Steve. Harvey. No, the other Steve. Colbert. Colbert, yeah. He used to be like kind of a dick. And then he turned and then when he became a late night host, he instantly turned into yeah, like, it's like every, I'm your friend. Every nice guy comedian. And it's like the best thing that a late night host can be is kind of a dick. Like Letterman yeah. is that's, by that's far what made Letterman good. Letterman was by far the best because he was like he could be icy at times and like his his monologue was not like uh please love me monologue. He did not right. give a shit. Yeah. And it was uh that's why it made him good. The, the only thing he cared about was the bands. <laughs> yeah, that was the yeah, only yeah, yeah, time yeah. he ever showed any like. Love the only for time anything. he was ever literally happy to be yeah, there. Yeah, was any to other watch, time like... he was just like, uh, I'd rather be fucking my intern or yeah, something yeah. cool. <laughs> but like, yeah, uh, Letterman was a dick, and even like Conan to some extent, even though he was never like uh, as icy as Letterman, mm-hmm. Conan at least had. He had some more balls on the show. Mm-hmm. I always felt like I, I, like his his jokes were I don't know, it wasn't just that he was like silly, it was that he was uh edgy and his interviews could could kind of go crazy too. I mean, Conan I I always thought it was that sweet middle ground between like a fucking shill mm-hmm. and a fucking yeah. you know curmudgeon. Now you kind of anyway, bring back Leno. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like it's on network and it's no one watches. Like who watches them now? No one. No one. Yeah. It's it's not a thing anymore. Their audience is people who've left the TV on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, especially like the weirdest choice was when they gave Lily Singh that late night show that was like Carson Daly's old spot. Yeah. Because it was like, listen, now literally no one's going to watch it because like, you know, all of these old people have now aged out of staying up that late. Right. So anyone who has their TV on, you know, at like, what was like one in the morning, midnight? Like, when did that show actually happen? It was like one, I think one thirty, maybe even. Yeah, and it's like, and her entire audience is on the internet. So yeah, it was yeah like, it's one thirty because it's eleven thirty to twelve thirty, twelve thirty to one thirty. That's right. To Two? And it was just like I you, think it was only a half a, an hour. A show that's destined to fail. That's um, like the funniest thing was when like so the Carson Daly show started as like a regular talk show, if you oh, remember, yeah. and then yeah. and then they were like, "Wait, why are we spending money on sets and writers? Let's yeah. just put him in the Viper Room and film whatever <laughs> band is playing whatever that band night. is happening." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna be there going, "Wow." That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. Look, a band is here. Like, he can name the band but and then move on. We've gotten to the place where, like, Carson Daly is, like, less of a shill than the average late night host at this point. It, which is amazing. Right? Like, That's he was incredible. always clowned because he was, like, the ultimate shill. And now it's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's, he's Carson Daly. Whatever. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, at least Carson Daly was never like bubbly mm-hmm. i think that's the problem they have is people who are bubbly on late night just yeah. make the me want to die crestification of late yes. night yeah yes um, yeah. <laughs> so it really only, is the worst the only thing that was interesting to me about that friends reunion it was that uh matthew perry showed up with like his voice slurring 
and uh, his really? excuse was yeah. that he had had a dental procedure. No, no, it's very no, no. But that's and the then thing. he got it's, and then he got, and then he called off his engagement like the next day, or maybe it was a divorce. Uh, what? I missed this entirely. Here, here's the thing. No, no. Here's the thing, though. As uh, a person who, you know, um, I I know some addicts. Uh, yes. I. Th- I believe Carson Daly's uh, um, Carson Daly. I believe Matthew Perry's uh, dental. I believe it because you believe his story. Yeah, because when you look at his teeth, they are brand new dentures that are falling out of his mouth. Like he was like, oh, fuck, I'm on TV. I've smoked 80 packs a day for the last 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I need. I need fucking white ass teeth. Like l- if you look at his teeth, they're insane. Like I do not think he's on drugs again. I am one. I 100% well, believe splitting with his okay. fiance like a day or two later seems a little suspicious, but I mean, I, you know, he I, probably thinks he's famous again. Yeah, that's my that's what I think. <laughs> yeah, he probably was like, I finally got that HBO credit. Time yeah. to fuck some youngins and then broke up with his fiance. I don't know. I, I the the whole breaking up with your fiance thing or uh, celebrity breakup thing kind of uh, as it re- like pertains to rehab. That whole John Mulaney story. You guys know what was all, that? All, all of that. No. Okay, so John Mulaney went to rehab. You know mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's so the title of my favorite re- children's book. <laughs> John <laughs> John Mulaney went to rehab, and then got out of rehab, and then a day later filed for divorce from his wife. Mm -hmm. And immediately, I think my thought was like, um, uh, what the fuck happened with the wife here? Like, to to get out of rehab and then be like, okay, first things first, I got to divorce this (laughs) lady. First Mm -hmm. off, fuck my bitch and the click I claim. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And then... Um, and so yeah, I was, I remember thinking to myself, like, that's kind of, um, cruel a little bit because like, I don't know anything about the, his wife. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Unless she was and like an enabler or something. Yeah. Now my like, assumption is she was an enabler. It's yeah. It's yeah, exactly. Cause otherwise it's like, she put up with a bunch of bullshit. And then the first thing he does is like, all right, see ya. See, yeah, right. my assumption on that one is because John Mulaney was another guy who was like sober for a really long time. Yeah. Uh that to me reads as clean slate shit. You know what I mean where it's like I'm out of rehab, I'm finally back. Uh yeah. I've got to do I've got to change everything cuz mm. I failed before. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that's possible. I think that uh, the, my- I mean I wouldn't recommend it, but that's what I it reads to me as. <laughs> Yeah, but I think like whether or not that's the case, because it very well could be the case that she's an enabler uh, or whatever. I think it's just that, you know, publicly, you know, filing for divorce a day after just makes Mm -hmm. it seem like she for sure was the problem. Yes. And so then a few days later, um, like it came out that John Mulaney was now dating Olivia Munn. Uh huh. (laughs) Yeah. Uh huh. And so I'm trying to piece together kind of like a theory here my theory oh please do mm-hmm. oh yeah i got a theory my theory is that uh his wife was like you bitch what the fuck and then uh decided to make it public that he been 
uh, on cocaine. with Olivia Munn. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. and then, like PR wise, it changed the game for her because people stopped talking about that and started being like, "John Mulaney, what's wrong with you? you? Broke up with your wife? Now you're with fucking Olivia Munn? And everyone on Twitter is going crazy about it." Wait, so. wait, explain that again. How does that? How did it work in your head? It made <laughs> her feel bad. The wife feel bad, and yeah. then. I think the PR people for her uh, were like, this This looks bad. Um, let's leak this whole thing where he was dating Olivia Munn or he Got is it. now dating Olivia Got Munn. Mm -hmm. And that was going to be like, you know, a secret. But she was like, nah, fuck that. Can anyone and date Olivia Munn in secret, though? That's kind of seems like. See, that's my thing. I think what was going to happen is the Olivia Munn thing was going to come out. So mm -hmm. he raced to. A, be like, oh, I'm in rehab. That's why everything's so crazy. And I'm getting a divorce. Yeah. Like, before yeah, 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 it all yeah. came out. You know what yeah, I Yeah, mean? that's Same. part of it, too. That's Instead incorporated of, uh, in my theory. That way he's <laughs> not... He can still be good guy John Mulaney. Yeah. Um, it's going to be an ugly-ass divorce, and I'm like, uh, you know... Uh, and I am here for it. I Matt am Lee here with Vulture.com. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Spill the tea! Oh. Or something. Speaking of that, did you guys read the um, Yashar, Yashar profile? I, I did not, but I Yashar have two Ali? questions. I have two questions for you. Oh, yeah, please. Uh, yes. So Yashar Does, is like a guy yeah, yeah. that I yeah. only knew from the internet. I feel like everybody... Uh, noticed this guy uh, being like the go-to for every video about like a year ago and was kind of like, who is this guy and why is he... There's like five of those guys. Yeah, it's now like it's like Rex, Rex Chapman, Chapman. Yeah. And uh, Yashar. And then like there was also for a while there, like Sean King was just... But he had a lane. His mm -hmm. lane was like police brutality. No, I would say Yashar is the midpoint between sean king and rex chapman yeah that's right that's Unlike right rex is scale. all <laughs> rex is mostly just like uh you know cute internet videos you would have seen on reddit he yeah. just said got he there stole first. Yeah. yeah yeah viral um, rex rex chapman is like i worry he's gonna post a death on his twitter feed any minute now <laughs> It's like it's like Twitter faces of death is Rex Chapman's Twitter account. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it'll get there eventually. At some point, you're just so thirsty for content and you're so fucking like numb to all feeling that you're just like, yeah. let me check out these death videos for a second. <laughs> oh, look, this person is electrocuted. I forget who said it, but they were like, that Eve Six account is flying too close to the sun. Uh, he's just begging to get milkshake ducked at this point. And I, I was like... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I I texted. I think Max friend, knows that. I texted yeah. our friend Megan Keister like right when the Eve Six account was blowing up, and I was like, "Hey, question: How long until Eve Six gets canceled?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she was like, two months." Yeah. I mean, I think so. I mean, he's I, flown longer. It's it's going longer. You Love know. that account. I do too, and I, I think like he, he and he's made is... jokes about it himself. So like you know, yeah, no, he's I think he's very aware of what he's doing. He's he's basically just, um, uh, you know, he's doing my LeBron hater bit, but making it about bands everyone loves, mm -hmm. <laughs> which I fucking love. <laughs> like he goes after Radiohead on a daily basis, and I'm a fucking huge Radiohead fan. And you every time I read it, be. I laugh. What's that? You would. What did you just say? Dude, Radiohead's the best band that ever lived. That's not problem. true. All right. Uh, name three bands. <laughs> you just named three bands? Any three. Oh, Eve Six. Uh, Ramones. Radiohead. Radiohead. Disco. 
<laughs> all right. Radiohead is as good as Radiohead, but all those other bands are, aren't as good. But no, like, uh, he's very, very aware of what he's doing. And I just don't, uh, I don't know if he's big enough to cancel. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I don't think you have to be that big to get canceled. Too. Yeah, I don't <laughs> well, know. I guess what I mean, his like, uh, his lane is so specific that i just no i don't when i, don't I interviewed it. him someone asked uh why he hadn't uh disavowed his uncle who i guess was the guy from seventh heaven who like got caught for like molesting someone oh, or something boy. like that what? And i was like you know weirdly it never occurred to me to ask him that but uh <laughs> also he should disavow that guy um <laughs> sure do you have that, to go yeah do you have to, you disavow, an to uncle? disavow people is that part of it yeah 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 Oh, I just hate that. Hey, like, will you disavow? And it's like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I disavow. Uh, fucking, like, I'm trying to think of people in my family. I disavow people for just small slights. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. At this point, I think like default. Uh, my baseline is I disavow thee. Yeah, you should just assume you've been disavowed unless I explicitly yeah. avowed you. If I yeah, text yeah, yeah, you, yeah. that means yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Only you if I have specifically been avowed. You have been uh, avowed. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, retweets are not avowments. Back to Yasher because I want to. I want to talk about yeah, him. What's so, going on in this thing? So dude? I mean, like, I didn't. Like, I only knew this guy as, like we said, like one of those viral Twitter accounts. Like, why is he here? I know he likes elephants for whatever the fuck reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and this mm-hmm. was just an article all about how he has like a history of like. Uh, buddying up with powerful people. Yeah. Um, uh, like, I guess he worked for uh, Gavin Newsom. Yeah, he's like a dem... Uh, he's like a dem, a dem operative, freak. kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, so, oh, I didn't even know that. But he basically... That's like, how I know he him. He f- has found, mm-hmm. like, a series of benefactors and, like, has alienated himself from all of them. Like, mm-hmm. at one point, he was friends with, uh, like, the lady who owns... Uh, I forget which stores, but the North Face and a couple other sure. like one of the f- rich San Francisco people and then I guess was pals with uh, a Getty heiress um, and mm-hmm. and then at one point he uh, like basically holed up in a room in Kathy Griffin's house and like wouldn't leave <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is this this tracks yeah and Wait, but what does that mean though does that mean that she like was renting out a room to him like she let him him? like they were like they had some sort of unofficial you know arrangement friendship i'm sure he was trying to help her with the trump beheading yes that would be my guess that's how it started and then (laughs) you know he started like staying at uh, and this was always his thing i guess was just like stay like staying rent free in someone's house um and i guess (laughs) and and my head yeah Uh, yeah yeah. exactly (laughs) And so I guess he started staying in her house and then and then after a while he would like stopped coming out of his room very often and <laughs> and then they had to like actually tell him that he had to leave. I'm busy, Kathy, go! <laughs> I just I love that he's I'm dusting like, my pogs. <laughs> so I, He's a, he's essentially like what about Bob a bunch yes, of rich but people then, but like with every famous person and, and like when the rep- I guess the reporter like asked you know him if he had uh like prominent people who would comment about him on the record and he sent her a 
a spreadsheet with like 40 people that were all like super famous, like the head of CNN and like, <laughs> like busy Phillips. And like, it was just like, I'm sure random... Elizabeth Banks was on that list <laughs> because that's what I think of with him. Do you remember that? What? No, 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 no. What happened? Oh, my God. When Charlie's Angels came out, he would just do like multi tweet threads about how talented Elizabeth Banks is. <laughs> and like he bought out multiple theaters for screenings of uh, of Charlie's Angels. And he would he would go and he would like, I just like seeing the look on young women's faces to see a movie that represents them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is the creepiest shit ever. Uh-huh. Like, w- he would actually sell out, uh, like, he would buy all the tickets in the theater. And, like, give them to, like. Uh, just any any begging like, young women, women to yeah, see yeah, the yeah, reboot yeah. of Charlie's Angels. <laughs> the uh, other well, thing I love about him is anytime he posts a video about a big cat. <laughs> have you ever seen those? Have you seen? Uh, did he? Do they talk about this? He like. <laughs> so do you remember? A couple of months. It might be even a year ago now. There was a video of like a leopard chasing a hiker. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Video. He posted like a 25 tweet thread about how much of a dumbass that person was because he was like, this leopard is not is is not uh, an attack mode. Here's what you do. And it was like a whole thing. He's like, I work with big cats. I've been around a ton of big cats. You grab a big stick and you throw it at them. Like, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> Doesn't he also like go off on like some video game tangents too? I swear, was he the account who just kept tweeting about cyberpunk? I don't like, I do not know well, that one. I mean, maybe I, I wouldn't put it back. Let me let me look up. Yeah, sure. Cyberpunk. Yeah, but um, but so like the the funny thing is when the reporter like asked all these famous people about like what, how they met this guy, um, their answers kind of sounds like everybody like n- they no one actually knows. Uh, <laughs> they don't know how they met him. Yeah. How Ali acquired so many powerful supporters is a bit of a mystery. Even his closest allies are about are, are a bit fuzzy about how they met. I don't remember how we became friends, says New York Times Washington correspondent Maggie Haberman. Zucker, who's like the head of CNN, Zucker has a hard time recalling too. That's a really good question. How do I know Yashar? <laughs> so does CNN anchor Jake Tapper. I couldn't tell you how we met, but suddenly he was a presence in my life. A wonderful one, he says. It just feels like he's always been in my life, but I don't know that I've ever met him in person. Oh, so this is just some like these people just know him from Twitter, Uh, apparently, or like some of them know him. He gave I'm sorry. He gave (laughs) a journalist a list of people to vouch for him. And they Uh were just mutuals (laughs) on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) They'll vouch for me, dude. Oh, yeah. I love his leopard videos. Those are fucking great. And elephants. Well, those are my favorite, too. (laughs) That is. uh. So like so other than getting like kicked out of multiple people's houses for couch surfing like what what else in this article is like unearthed Uh I mean I don't know I just that that's mostly it like yeah, yeah. that he that mo- like he's had a ha- he's had a series of rich benefactors all of whom he has like alienated at some point by not having boundaries Has he tweeted about it yet uh, I don't think so. I just saw some more like elephant shit on there. Mm-hmm. 
standard. Yeah, I mean, n- now we got to look it up. I looked. Apparently, he follows not, me, it's... so that's cool. <laughs> oh, that's sick, dude. Yeah. Congrats, well, in that dude. case, he's cool. I'm not yeah. famous enough to get asked to be in this article. No, I bet but... you were on that list. Yeah, I bet you were on that <laughs> list, he said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, right. no, because I, I saw his name was trending, and I was like, uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> right. And then I like read the first... Like, I think I read the Daily Beast headline, like, Kathy Griffin had to evict him from her house. And I was just like, I'm not getting into this. This is, I'll let someone else tell me about this. I'm not going to, because, like, who knows? It's just, it's just great what a fucking dork Jake Tapper is. I remember at one point, everybody thought Jake Tapper was great because, I don't know, he asked, like, someone a few hard questions once. Um, Yeah. And now he's just turned out to be, like, the ultimate parody of a CNN pod person. It's, yes. You know, it's funny. It's like I of <laughs> like of all the people that I know, like the ones that uh, like really wanted to be like a capital J journalist are mm-hmm. all like the most personality free, like uncurious mm-hmm. uh, people that you've ever met. And Jake Tapper just seems like uh, the avatar of that. Like, well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, a funny thing that's been going on in the NBA Twitter world is, you know, that guy, Chris L. Hayes, mm-hmm. you know, Chris Hayes. Yeah. Oh, Chris he, Hayes. Yeah. Yeah. He tweets like a basketball take a night now that is every time like worse than the last. And he just gets dunked <laughs> on by basketball Twitter. It'll be like, I don't know about you, but CJ McCollum is definitely better than Steph Curry. <laughs> 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 it's just people screaming at it. Like, is he trolling? <laughs> no, he's just a fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's fun to, to to do some trolly basketball takes. I can see it. Chris Hayes is one of those people on because you're talking about Chris Hayes from MSNBC, yes, right? MSNBC, Chris Hayes. Yeah, like yeah, Chris yeah. Hayes is one of those people who, um, you know, if I had to pick like a uh pundit guilty pleasure like sure, i think sure. he's okay some of his politics are better. i mean he's still neolib as fuck. <laughs> he is but he talks about the existence of palestinians and True. i appreciate yep, that that's whereas tight. like jake tapper is just an unrepentant fucking racist uh-huh. when it comes yep. to palestinians and arabs in general like he pretends everyone well, it's pretends. just like i think he is just uh you know when they get that thing where they really want to represent like the establishment and like they yes. they like have strived to have the most middle of the road opinions their entire mm-hmm. life, um, which is weird because that's not like a normal thing that people do. It's like something that you do if you're an alien trying to mimic human mm-hmm. behavior, right? <laughs> trying to fit in. Oh, so here was Chris Hayes' take this week. So do you guys know who Facundo Campazzo is? No. No. Okay. Great, he is. A, it sounds a like back- a. It sounds like a Harry Potter spell that makes you have babies, though. <laughs> See, to me, it sounds like a. It sounds like a a grillable cheese. Um, <laughs> I like it. Facundo like Campazzo. <laughs> oh no, I'm pregnant. So. <laughs> so Facundo Campazzo is a backup point. Facundo Campazzo is a backup point guard for the. Uh-huh. Um, for the Denver Nuggets, and he's being forced to start because the Nuggets are really hurt in the playoffs. And mm. this week, Chris Hayes tweeted, controlling for size, 
Compazzo's got to be one of the best players in the league, right? Question mark. <laughs> Controlling for size. Yeah. He's got to be the greatest center of all time. But no, just wait. And then his second tweet, he replied to himself. Think of how good you have to end up. Think of how good you have to be to end up as an NBA starter when you're a 5'10 Argentine. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. He's got a point there. I mean, yeah. sure. I mean, but it the, the fact that the 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 part where it's like and he's also Argentinian that yeah. is you have to overcome that you have to overcome being gross. <laughs> Have has anybody talked about how uh you know they... also he's not a starter he's a backup point guard who just happens to be starting because they're injured. <laughs> right yeah. yeah Have, um has anybody talked about how the Denver Nuggets like the Nuggets used to be about gold but now it's probably now it's about, about weed. weed. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, Denver baby. Nugs. <laughs> dude, you know never heard mean? that one. Denver Nugs. I bet no one's yeah, heard that dude. I just got some dank ass Denver Nugs. I don't fucking smoke that shot. So, again, uh, apparently Jake Tapper doesn't know this guy in person, but he's mm-hmm. he's being quoted. He's vouching for him. He's now. vouching for him multiple times in this article. Um, Ali's Ascent says something good about the media that it can still be a meritocracy. And if you're smart and resourceful and industrious enough, and you righteously stand up for the causes you believe in, and if you break mm-hmm. a lot of stories, you can rise, says Tapper. Asked about Ali's financial problems in the Getty lawsuit, the CNN anchor seems surprised but holds his ground. He's out there doing what journalists are supposed to do, providing comfort to the afflicted and afflicting the comfortable. <laughs> yeah, afflicting the comfortable like Kathy Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> Just all up in her house, just being like, <laughs> Kathy, I told you from 6 to 12, I'm doing stuff. <laughs> Bitch. Just, like, I just love, he just, just uh, he immediately moves in a rich woman's house and just starts treating her like his mom. <laughs> uh, good for him, man. I mean, so far, everything I've heard, I like him more. Sure. So. Yeah, no, it didn't like change my opinion of him anyway. The only thing it I don't makes, like is that... The only thing uh, I don't like is fucking Jake Tapper. Ugh. Is Jake Tapper vouching for him? Because Jake Tapper is such a dick. Like, every Palestinian child who dies is just like, well, <laughs> Israel has a right to defend itself. And it's like, you're you're an abhorrent person. Mm-hmm. You have to be abhorrent to make that your answer to literal child murder. Um, but I this guess, isn't I guess an the Israel worst, podcast. I guess the worst part of it was like the people that he got canceled, which kind of seemed like he... Who would he get canceled? Uh, well, like Allison Roman, apparently, like he found an old Halloween photo of her dressed as uh, Amy Winehouse and he called it a chola outfit and said, and like... Wait, Yashir uh, Ali did this? Yeah, apparently. Oh, that's... Yeah, okay. I hate him a little bit now. She said kind of thing there. Um, I mean, to be fair, um, any white person working at Bon Appetit was apparently racist, so... Oh, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, so it's it's entirely possible that she's like, no, I wasn't racist in this instant. Yeah. But I have been racist. Yeah, Bon Appetit is like food KKK, apparently. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what I, I mean, I, I listened to that whole podcast until they canceled themselves and yeah, I couldn't get to the end of the story. <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I mean, you really got a mad respect for anyone who's like gets so deep into the world of like, 
you know, uh, their, their journalistic world that they're like, I must also fall on my own sword. Yeah. And then once you, re- well, the problem was they didn't though, Matt, that's why they had to cancel the podcast. Halfway once through. you scale <laughs> the ladder of white liberalism, like too high, like you just have to, you have to cancel yourself. That's the you only have way to jump ends. off to prove you're good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you have to be uh, so dedicated that to diversity that you kill yourself uh yeah. <laughs> to make to actually do white genocide yeah. on yourself yeah <laughs> just like as an act of solidarity you do your own personal white genocide yeah exactly uh it's it's so funny because it's like uh i i do feel like i i don't want to in any way mimic the language of people who are like on the right and talking about cancel culture but at the same time i saw a bunch of young tiktok people talking about cancel culture not from a right-wing perspective and i was like i'm gonna listen to these kids here because these (laughs) kids are living i don't know what like Mm -hmm. cancel culture doesn't affect me or my life in any way because it's just this thing on twitter it's a stupid in high school school, people get canceled all the time it's a stupid word i'm so sick of the fucking debate because it's like it it offers nothing except the potential for endless debate like okay does cancel culture exist uh yes okay now what does that mean uh i don't know like whether it exists or not is completely you just something that you can continuously argue about like there's no as long as you remove specifics it's just like this uh what color is the fucking dress Back to, uh, right. the, back to the back to the killing yourself what because you're so woke thing um uh-huh. will your ghost get canceled for cultural appropriation if you commit seppuku oh definitely, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Yeah, right yeah you have to do your own culture's version <laughs> yeah, of suicide you have to do white suicide okay, yeah great. so like yeah. in vince's case as an italian he'd have to fall off of a tree uh uh-huh. in the middle of golden gate park festival that's yeah. that's what happen to your your great grandfather or something mm-hmm. i have to uh i have to eat so much gabagool that i stroke yeah out. yeah yeah <laughs> you have to stroke and yourself a, as, on gabagool. as a and jew as an irish uh, person oh, go ahead. i have to uh not eat potatoes and then long enough till i die right yeah, yeah that's well, correct you have to, yeah, 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 no yeah. you have to actually you have to um make sure the potatoes are poisoned and give yourself the blight. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all, yeah, yeah. All while saying I was a slave too. <laughs> <laughs> I was also a slave. <laughs> uh and as When West Welka first got to the Patriots, they treated him just like the slaves in America. <laughs> mm. I'm trying to think of what Jewish suicide would be. I have to um uh, literally eat the entire earth um as i'm holding it no hold on i have to um, no you have to wander the desert for 40 years right no i have to like <laughs> i have to control so much media oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold, hold on uh, no, oh no i have, have to, to od myself on christian blood got it yeah i was gonna say mm-hmm. the the baby blood that you drink has mm-hmm. to be contaminated somehow like you have to eat you right. have to drink uh expired christian blood expired <laughs> yeah you get like botulism or something yeah yeah um mm-hmm. great great <laughs> i am thinking about like this has definitely happened i've never seen it but it's definitely happened someone has said um 
ask someone whether or not they believe in cancel culture and the other person has said back i feel like you're gaslighting me (laughs) you know what i mean like that's a conversation that's happened i i haven't seen it but i know it has that's another word people love to throw around. I love a good like. Well, I, <laughs> I I like gaslighting. I also like that uh, neuroatypical has come to oh, encompass yes. not just oh. like uh, like people on the autism spectrum, but like ADHD. Like people with yeah. ADHD are talking about how they're neuroatypical. <laughs> I I just found out this morning that I am neurodivergent, yeah. and I was like. So can I be meaner online? What does this mean for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Am I? I'm allowed to yell at people online, and like, and I'll have backup like, because calm I'm down. It's fucking. You're you lose pencils. You're not in the movie Memento. Like you're. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people really do treat it like they fucking like like they are fucking Rain Man. And walking around and being able to fucking count cards and stuff, and it's like no, 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 no. Yeah. You don't, you don't get any of the superpowers. I have ADHD is- and I'm colorblind. Like I should be on like government disability for those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at the very least, you're uncancelable. <laughs> um, right. I was just thinking about this recently, and I, I, I don't know. I, I want to find a way to ask somebody who runs a diversity showcase. Uh, like a stand-up comedy diversity showcase. Sure, sure, like, sure. Well, I, I want to first ask, oh, why do you, wh- why is this something that interests you? And it's going to be, you know, some white person, and they're going to be like, well, because I feel like minority voices are uh, important to uh, put in the spotlight, and, you know, and uh, we are committed to diversity. And then I wa- I'm going to be like, well, you know, Jews are only... 2% of the American population and then watch them struggle as they go but Jews run media and can't, like like they will so, so your goal is to become white guy Z-way is that That's your right. Goal here? That's right. I'm going to be fucking Matt Leeway. Uh, no, and I just I I, I I because I was thinking about that, too, you know, like I've never applied to be in a diversity showcase because I I know it's not for me as a white dude, mm-hmm. um, but I have thought like there are the occasional Jewish people, uh, white Jewish people who claim non-whiteness <laughs> um, because uh, they believe that they themselves don't count as white, even though they pass as white and they get all of the privileges of being mm-hmm. white, um, and. I'm certain that some of them have been like, well, I'm going to apply to this diversity showcase. Well, here's the problem is um, Mm -hmm. I would say that uh, in the world, uh, Jews are a minority, but not in comedy. You know what I mean? Well, right, right. But that's uh, what (laughs) I think is. What what I think is funny about it is like just the the idea that someone holds the belief of like, you know, oh, uh, this is for. Uh, you know, people who are uh, minority voices and then them going, but we've heard too much from the Jews. Let's, we can all say it, right? And just, uh, it seems like, like, or they would stand there like, are you really going to make me say it? Are you going to make me say it? And they, you know, they probably wouldn't. But anyways, um, yeah, white dude Z-Way. That's my bag. Joey, you had movie pass for a while, didn't you? Yeah, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> I, w- I wish it was back every single day. Did you see the article? Did you ever have, uh, were you ever one of the users that they like invalidated your past? So apparently, uh, like they were losing so much money 
uh, that their strategy was to find like the top, the 75,000 like most mm-hmm. avid subscribers to MoviePass who watch the most movies. Uh, and and thus, tell them they can't use it and, anymore. <laughs> and thus cost them the most money. No, they, uh, uh, in one effort, the company invalidated the passwords of 75,000 subscribers <laughs> uh, while falsely claiming we have detected suspicious activity or potential fraud. Uh, many people who tried to reset their passwords were unable to because of technical problems. The app would not accept their email address. They would not receive a password reset email or the email would link to a non-working website. <laughs> I don't think that happened to me, but there was one day that a friend of the show, Johan Miranda and I mm-hmm. went to go see blind spotting. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then uh movie pass just didn't work. Oh, man. So we did not see blind spotting, and I still have not seen it to this day. Boy, you really oh, missed, you out missed out dude. on uh, what's that guy's name? Not no, David Diggs. Diggs. Yeah, I was gonna say Tay mm-hmm. Diggs, but I knew that wasn't right. Yeah, David wow. Diggs did uh, slam poetry on the cop who killed a black person and made him cry. It was intense. Oh, great! Yeah. That sounds good. Climactic Honestly. slam poetry. I haven't seen it before. Honestly, it wasn't a bad movie up until that point. Yeah, I thought. Every, I don't think it's a bad movie it. in general, but boy, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. No, when lot. it ended that way, I was like, oh man, they should have cut this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they could have, but they didn't, and that's that's a problem. <laughs> um, I, yeah, anyway, uh, I give this movie a seven. Yeah, that's a solid <laughs> plus. That's good. Uh, that's so, good yeah, what happened poetry. with Movie Pass? Just that they well they because I guess how it worked was like you paid for a movie pass subscription and then they bought your tickets for you yeah essentially and they didn't yeah. have the money for that well that's the thing with right <clears throat> every tech venture now is uh like this money losing monopoly play. well did you see that New York Times article today that like blamed millennials for it <laughs> or yesterday of course that was like millennials. Your gov, your substance subsidized lifestyle is over, and it was all about oh, how yeah. like tech tech was paying for these Ubers that they couldn't afford or whatever, and mm-hmm. Movie Pass was part of that, and, and it's like, well, but the tech company wasn't the one subsidizing it; it was the uh, exploited labor, right? Yeah, yeah, of said millennials, well, and the fact that the entire stock market. <laughs> is based on various Fake. ponzi schemes like they're yeah, yeah, all yeah. like they're mm-hmm. all i mean half of the top biggest companies are the ones that lose like billions of dollars every quarter and yeah. yep and it only like changes when you get like a a critical mass of negative articles about you like it's we work tight. i, I like guess it. yeah, it's yeah. great it's a great <laughs> it really is so tied to uh like the media whether or not the media is going to just be like no, oh, this this company is bad. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter whether or not they were making profit, because none of these companies make profit. It's just at some point. Well, there's also it's a whole level of like no one who buys stocks uh, has the ability to check the uh, the books of the companies they're buying stock in. So they rely mm-hmm. on these uh, like auditing and accounting and- firms who are also mm-hmm. just as corrupt as the companies that they're auditing and are making money off of them uh, mm-hmm. from consulting. So it's just like a giant web of mutually beneficial corruption. Like, of course, it has no, uh, of course, it has no grounding in reality. 
I feel like crypto is a microcosm of that a little bit um, yeah. of the kind of like it's like it's how entire ba- how how much could we fuck up the earth for like the smallest benefit to mankind? Yeah. That's crypto, basically. <laughs> what if we could waste well, like mean, more energy than Scandinavia uh, so that fucking <laughs> so that like hustle bros can flex on Twitter? I yeah, but you know what? Like hustle bros being happy makes me happy. Sure, yeah. Uh, because all a rising tide of hustle bros lifts all boats. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like it's just positivity and good vibes. Like, bro, like you really lift all goes, boats. Yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> the higher crypto goes, the more these success win bros are proven right, and mm-hmm. the more I'm just like, yeah, they had the right attitude. That's why they won. You know, yeah. Like mm-hmm. that Doge coin millionaire. Mm. I I love that guy because he is committed to losing every bit of money that he theoretically made through Dogecoin because I think he's I f- like, yeah. I must be success. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love that. Good I, for him for I being think, committed to, to much success. I think I must follow too many like MMA and porn star accounts on Twitter because all of my Twitter ads are like for Dogecoin or like yep. BitWallet or fucking crypto. <laughs> Binance. Crypto. Uh, Crypto.com. It's all. Coindesk. Yeah, it's all that well, shit. But lately, like, Twitter's ads have been sending me the most it, insane like joe rogan supplement ads (laughs) like it'll be like a it'll be like joe rogan photoshopped on the serengeti with a bunch of like angry lions (laughs) and it'll be like buy these new tropics now for 50 percent off (laughs) promoted Chop down a tree with your hard dick. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, tree fuck a dick until you make fire. (laughs) A movie pass like sponsored Gotti, didn't they? Weren't they like uh, they produced Gotti? Yeah. Yeah. Well, God bless them. Like for that alone, (laughs) yeah, Uh we should be thankful. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they sponsored all of the boroughs: Manhattan, Brooklyn, (laughs) Queens, uh, Staten Island, Scarsdale. Uh, what are all the other br- Long Island, uh, Yonkers, Yonkers, mm-hmm. Buffalo, Albany, mm-hmm. all New Brunswick, mm-hmm. Westchester, mm-hmm. Eastchester, <laughs> uh-huh. North Caldwell. <laughs> That's a fist. Hoboken, uh, <laughs> Atlantic <laughs> City. With all my fingers together, they make a fist, which I smash on the hood of a car, and I ask, I'm walking here. <laughs> I put the glass to my lips, and I say, you you see that? That's the water. That's why the pizza dough is so good. Only yeah. New Only York. Only that good Brooklyn water. <laughs> That's why our bagels have one hole in them. <laughs> Only one. Good water will do that. Other places don't know how to make the bagels. They got two holes, three holes, no hole. They don't understand. It's one hole to rule them all. One (laughs) hole to find them. One hole to bring them all and in the darkness bind them. Imagine looking at a pretzel and being like, what the fuck kind of bagel is this? Looking <laughs> <laughs> at a pretzel. What the fuck? <laughs> this ain't a real New York bagel. <laughs> Just handling him a Kaiser roll. You fucking mama look. What the fuck is this? 
This is some sort of stunad bread. <laughs> oh, man. Look at a, a donut. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> this bagel's got sugar on it. It's too fucking sweet. Look, it's the flimsiest bagel. It melts in your mouth. <laughs> you can't even put any locks and cream cheese on what it. What kind of delicious bagel is this? I'm all happy when I'm eating it. For fagels. <laughs> Just, I love this character. Someone who doesn't understand anything else and just going sandwich. <laughs> a a bagel dog. What the fuck? This is a bagel sandwich. It's supposed to have an empty hole in the middle. You're not supposed to put a dog in there. Virgin bagels. My bagel so hole is exit only. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I hesitate to even bring this up because I don't even know if I want to discuss it because it's like the most tedious thing that I think I've ever read. But Matt really oh, wanted good. to talk about it. Which one? Uh, are we talking Ellie Kemper or are we talking now? Nah, Ellie Kemper apologized. That's the whole story. Um, but the um, mm -hmm. the article on Bustle about how no Hollywood isn't out of ideas. Oh God! Yeah, that's right. Uh, Could have yeah. fooled me. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, hot takes. Um, yeah, no, I haven't read it, but um, I was, you know, excited about it based on that incredibly it's, hostile headline. It's a defense of Cruella, which needed defending, apparently. Oh, um, good. And the subtitle is, The only thing film snobbery achieves is robbing you of a fun time at the movies. <laughs> Well, I, I'm going to bookmark this for when Rob Zombie's The Monsters comes out a year from now. Did That's, you see that got announced? <laughs> I yes. mean, he made the song Dragula. Why does it take? Why did it take so long for him to get the this funniest game? thing about that was he was like, I've been trying to get this for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, and it's I, like, <laughs> I absolutely believe it. I absolutely yeah, but it's believe also it. like, OK, if you wanted to make the Monsters, maybe don't make tw 15 years worth of torture porn just I like mean, the most fucked up shit i've ever seen i imagine <laughs> his like monsters uh is going to be some sort of horror film house in which of a thousand monsters yeah exactly <laughs> it's it's like he's just but he's gonna call it like monsters instead and completely <laughs> lose the pun right <laughs> It's like, what if the monsters, but scary? Yeah. I feel like Rob like Zombie that. is like a version of Glenn Danzig, who's a little too self-aware for me to enjoy. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly right. Rob mm -hmm. Zombie is too self-aware. Yeah, yes. or Glenn yeah. yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. compared to Glenn Danzig. Yeah, I mean, everyone's right. too self-aware compared to Glenn Danzig. Right. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like Rob I mean, Zombie could be Glenn Danzig, but uh, you know. He, he's he's Glenn Danzig with an ass with a knowledge of the word irony. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 But I mean, yeah. he also Which I, don't I mean, want he has a lane. I I respect his um commitment to the zombie lane because like he really yeah. like he's been committed to being guy who has zombie as last name mm -hmm. as a career <laughs> for yeah. forty years and and I also, feel like. He never moved Dragula on. is so funny. The song it's Dragula so is so funny. It's so it's, funny. And it's he knows about a it's cool funny. hell car. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, got I witches that. that he's slamming in the back of his Dracula <laughs> yeah, car. Yeah, he's yeah, slamming yeah. witches in the back of his <laughs> car from hell. I mean, just like the idea of a song about a car is already kind of like 
this like it's like old nostalgia to like 1950s rock and roll but he's just like no i'm gonna remake it for you know for today for 1999 Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be about a cool car but this car drives with the devil in it yeah i'm obsessed i also cool yeah i also his movies are not for me but i actually think he's like a decent director i've heard that Uh, and i people have been telling me i should watch a rob zombie movie for years and i still haven't maybe one day there's a really good scene in Halloween two, mm-hmm. where uh, <clears throat> I forget, where Chris Hardwick is hosting a talk show that the doctor from Halloween comes on to like talk about the book he wrote about finding <laughs> Michael Myers or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Talking and, Michael Myers. And Weird Al is the other guest, and Weird Al is like really mean to the <laughs> Halloween doctor, and it's it's really good and funny. <laughs> I'm kind of obsessed with like musician names that we've stopped uh, interrogating at all. Like the idea of a guy named Rob, like who's a goth, like he, like Rob is one of the least goth names out there. And he's like, how do I make this goth? And it's like, oh, I know. I just add zombie to the end. And (laughs) now I'm Rob zombie and you're like all right it would be even weirder if he was like hello i'm robert zombie (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so robert zombie is my father but like what name i mean could you be seth zombie i guess you could be seth seth zombie you could be pretty much Mm. anything zombie i think i think if you once you add zombie it's just like you know that's like being brett dracula you know (laughs) it it can't well it can't end in y because he can't be robbie zombie no no zombie yeah that's too bubbly Um, too much that's too 50s bobby zombie is like a guy that dr demento played like yeah this song about like uh the about the wolfman wearing a bikini or whatever yeah. right there's like, yeah. a, there's like a tommy zombie who's got his hair all slicked back and it comes to like a ducktail at the back you know mm-hmm. yeah. do you think all of his kids rob zombie's kids have zombie as last name that's a great question i mean i i would hope so <laughs> blanket zombie. because It'd be weird to rob them of that if it's just like, you know, if the last name is just fucking divine or something. Mm-hmm. It's like Lieb. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I, I hope they're all zombies. If, uh, can you imagine Rob Zombie being your dad? I actually totally can. And I think yeah. it's one of yeah. the reasons I like him. I feel like he's probably a good dad. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I get the got, sense that he's, he's got like cool. Well, they do not good... have kids. They do not have kids. I just looked Aww. it up. Rob and Sherry Moon Zombie do not have kids. He should oh, adopt because he seems like he'd be a good father. Yeah, he would yeah. be a good dad. I get, I get. At the very least, I get cool uncle, like like the type of uncle who won't molest you. Energy off of oh him. for sure. Like the kid he, wants like, to make Lego cars, and he's like, okay, but what if it was a Dracula Lego car? <laughs> uh, Dracula fucking Lego car. <laughs> speaking of uh, rock kids, the other yeah. day I was watching a commercial. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Guns and Roses are on tour in 2021. And I was like, that's funny that they're planning a big tour right now. But mm-hmm. then it was like, also featuring, <laughs> what was it called? Mammoth WVH starring Wolfgang Van Halen. <laughs> what? The what? Fuck? That's. Yeah, okay, so you guys are aware of Wolfgang Van Halen, right? I actually am not. Okay, so Wolfgang Van Halen is Eddie Van Halen's son. Figured, okay. And in like 2010, I want to say, Van Halen fired their bassist that had been there for Michael Anthony, who'd been their bassist the whole entire time, Van Mm -hmm. Halen. 
So yeah. he could take his 12 year old son on tour as the new bass player <laughs> of uh, Van Halen. And his name is Wolfgang Van Halen, which is uh, fucking cool ass name. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, he goes by Wolf because I was reading the, the press clippings for Mammoth WVH, his new band. Which is, I, just... I mean, that's unfortunate as a name. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, he goes. So the press clipping was the beginning of 2015. Wolf broke ground on what would become Mammoth WVH with producer Michael Elvis Basket behind the board. Wow. <laughs> Wolf began to embrace his voice, inspired by everyone from his father to bands like ACDC, Foo Fighters, Nine Inch Nails, Tool, and here's the weird one. Ready? Wait. And they're already pretty Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i mean maybe he's got a good voice he really likes uh boring rock if he likes foo fighters yeah. and jimmy eat world like that's yeah, yeah. uh i of thought i genres. liked i thought i liked the jimmy eat world song one time and then i realized it was jimmy's chicken shack <laughs> yeah, yeah those are different those two different things two different jimmy's yeah i was like oh, i, I like that one was... song and then it wasn't them yeah i love it Another one that's like Rob Zombie that I always think is funny is DJ Jazzy Jeff because it's yeah. like he's like a fixture, yeah. you know, and you just take his name as it's intended. Mm -hmm. But like, I like the idea that he had he had to come up with a rap name while being named Jeff, which is pretty hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. and the solution was to put DJ Jazzy in front of it, uh -huh. which totally worked because like Jeff terrible rap name yeah dj jazzy i don't even know what to say. that's like a like a <laughs> dj jeff no nope. birthday big party. no on dj jeff <laughs> yeah. but then he was like dj jazzy jeff and it's just like the combination <laughs> of things is so much more than the sum of its parts somehow yeah yeah it did work you know he's a genius what? yeah dj jeff but you know what? His parents did not understand the name change. They never Hello. Will. <laughs> they never will. Yeah. That's the thing about parents. Um, yeah. You know? What's Will Smith's rap name Will Smith or the Fresh Prince? The Fresh Prince. But was that like did he go around being like, ladies and gentlemen, the Fresh Prince? Or would they be like, it's Will Smith, the Fresh Prince? That's a great question. Uh, I think it was just Fresh Prince. That's um, cool, man. I'm, you know, I'm good for him. Let me, let me make Fresh sure Prince is a uh, is actually an incredibly good rap name that still, I think, to this day would hold up. Yeah, or he could rap about you know like Whole Foods or something like the produce. Yeah, yeah. He's the DJ and I'm the rapper is by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Yeah, I love yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah. Also, because it's low key, it's like he's saying that regular prince is stale now mm -hmm. yeah and he's saying like i'm just like, like new... jeff jeff yeah. is also stale so he had to come up with <laughs> yeah 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 there's a guy named prince out there and there's a guy named jeff and they were stale <laughs> we came out and they jazzed one was it up. jazzy and one was fresh <laughs> we started watching old episodes of uh the fresh prince of bel-air because uh mm -hmm. you know looking for something to watch with an eight-year-old that's not some fucking awful uh nickelodeon show full of kids that are probably being trafficked by the producers yep. and uh yep mm -hmm. fresh prince of bel-air still holds up but it's always still jarring to see uh andy borowitz's Jeff name get thrown out of a door <laughs> well no that's no. great that's a great bit mm -hmm. that's a really great mm -hmm. bit 
But uh, just knowing the Borowitz report and then yeah, yeah, seeing yeah. it at the beginning of every Fresh Prince episode. Uh, I mean, I have to think that the Fresh it's Prince... It's upsetting stuff. It's upsetting. <laughs> Wait, what are you pissed about here? I'm not pissed Andy about Borowitz it. Andy Borowitz created that, the Fresh Prince. It's just the idea are you that... Fu- uh, is that true? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I missed that completely. I had no, no idea. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's why he's wow. like famous. Yeah, that's why he's famous, and it feels <laughs> very he was jarring from his reports. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what he was famous for. This guy got the greatest reports. We got to put him all over the New Yorker. Yeah, I did not know that he created the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He sure did. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, you know, he developed it or whatever. I mean, it's not like a great yeah. concept on paper. It does sound like it's very like Poochie the dog on paper. Sure. No, it's very like uh, we have this guy, Will Smith, we want to make a show about, hey, uh, get me any writer, pitch yeah. me something for this man. <laughs> get me a Jew. And then he just comes in. Borowitz, I've read your all of your reports. I think it is time for you to get into sitcom writing. I assume that's how Well, I just had this idea. It's just a... Uh, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't do that voice. <laughs> how dare you, dude? Wow. Whatever, dude. You are canceled. If you can do the guy who's angry at bagels. That's a Jew from Brooklyn I was doing. (laughs) Please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, I don't know about you guys, but... uh, I think this we counts as a We didn't even talk pod. about that bustle act. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Let's talk about it. I don't want to. I, I don't know. All right. I'll read you a little bit just so uh, you can get, quick, get, get as angry it. as I can. Um, out of context, it sounds ridiculous. And so it's no wonder that the Twitter dunking began early, mocking the film as a soulless cash gra- grab and girl boss joker. The latter. Com- what, that, wait, hold on, hold on. They—that's all correct, though. Yes. And also, the Joker is also a soulless cash grab. Yeah, like it was this also is just what movies grab. are now. Yeah. It's it's all IP <laughs> maintenance. No one is saying any different. Well, that's the thing. It's like she keeps putting these sentences of uh, to explain why people have mocked it, and it's like all and all of it is like, well, yeah, obviously, because everything. Right. Like it's easy to unpack because, like, on the face of it, it's a stupid idea that deserves to be mocked, and mm-hmm. like fine and people mocked it what do you want um yeah but also i'm sure there are some children who like that movie who cares yeah that's, that's my fine thing. <laughs> no one's telling you you can't like stuff no one has ever yeah. said that like you don't also, have to defend disney ever yeah exactly, exactly. that is the thing <laughs> you don't have to make to, like in order to make that your beat in any way defending any kind of like huge billion dollars media establishment you have to be so convinced that the masses in general are just a bunch of swine who don't Mm -hmm. understand that great corporate art is the only real art. Like you have to be like, but you can also, you can still like, you can still like Spider-Man, but not think, not have to defend Disney. (laughs) Enjoy (laughs) your shitty pop culture for babies, but like, don't, don't get your hackles up every time someone points it out. Like who cares? Um, the latter. I like lots of stuff that sucks. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> most of my taste the better. is bad. Yeah. yeah, the latter comparison is entirely unfair. Unlike Joker, Cruella is actually fun, but the former is interesting. <laughs> what? Oh, fuck off! All right, now you're just lying. The Joker was fun the whole time. Agreed. The, I, 
I don't think Joker the Joker. I don't think Joker is fun. You uh, didn't have fun. I enjoyed watching both him movies. cry. Watching <laughs> kids beat him up, watching him jump around in a clown suit. Dude, the clown union. Give me a the fucking clown union. Give me okay. the wire about the clown union. There, there's there's one part in Joker I really like, and it's yeah. uh spoiler alert. It's after the Joker does the thing on the talk show. There's uh-huh. a hilarious rack focus zoom on Mark Marin's face that is so funny. <laughs> no, but that is who the are only your guys? Part of the oh, Joker you know, movie. Charles Manson, uh, <laughs> the guy from Isla Vista, uh, that one cop. <laughs> the penguin. <laughs> the penguin. Uh, uh, I've yeah. noticed a pattern recently among would-be film critics online disparaging the lack of original storytelling ostensibly in favor of remakes and sequels of things that already exist. I'm sorry, but I have to say right now that that noticing that critique now is so late in the game <laughs> yeah. that the only good angle is agreeing with it. Right. Go on. Yeah, because it's obvious. I mean, yeah. it's all just it's like it's a it's Tommy Laren ask in like in its utter laziness, like this take yeah. couldn't have been written by an algorithm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a bot take. Uh, and so the complaint becomes a recurring paraphrase, rephrasing on the internet. To paraphrase a few dozen men on Twitter I've had the misfortune of coming across over the past week or so. Ugh, Hollywood only wants superhero movies and sequels and IP projects when they could be reading my original screenplay that I wrote and no one wants to read. Jesus Christ, I'm so bored of that perspective. I might as well be reading random Twitter guys' terrible screenplay. I mean, it's just it's it's a landmark in the inventing a guy uh, genre. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> t- the complete invention of a guy. <laughs> just like to paraphrase all these men who have been talking. Oh God, my dick's so small, and I'm angry at the world. It's <laughs> yeah. like that's not what. But also, there say. are like tons of like actual guys who've made like movies that people love that can't get financing for their movies like yeah like spike lee can't get inside man 2 made or whatever yeah. you know what i mean or like, the fact yeah. that the guy that made <laughs> those I, guys exist i would rather <laughs> see the I, famous. <laughs> I, I would rather see the i tanya guy just actually get to make his vivian westwood movie that he actually yeah. wanted to make instead of having it be vivian westwood disguised as the fucking villain from 101 dalmatians exactly right yeah and I think everybody's like mostly in agreement on that. And like, do we have to, do we have to be like contrarians to that take? It's, a it's good such take. a weird thing to defend. It just reminds me of like before I moved to LA, going down to do comedy and asking an, another LA comedian, why don't they just do a tip jar? It's ridiculous that these shows are all free and no one gets paid. And having the person point by point try to defend never giving comedians money (laughs) including herself (laughs) and i was just like this is a wild perspective to have yeah like you're defending something here that like i don't even know why you would defend this and the person who ran that show Jeff Bezos. Um. <laughs> Look, you get too close to the dragon and uh, you just want to sleep under the wing and you, t- you talk about how nice he is. It is safe under there. Yeah. And he lets you feed off of his dead skin, uh, which we all enjoy. I, yeah, I don't even know if I need to read any more of this tedious no. ass thing. It's Speaking bad. of Hollywood pitches, though, mm-hmm. have I ever told you about the time I saw a uh, a screening of Heat, guys, with Michael Mann? <laughs> 
I no. have seen a screening of Heat with Michael Mann. I would like to hear your version of it. Um, were you the one I was at in Westwood? No. Okay, so this is the funniest thing I've ever seen, and it's also <laughs> the most L.A. thing I've ever seen. So the screening of Heat, it was the 25th anniversary or whatever. They do a Q&A at the end because they're filming it for the DVD. This guy stands up and is just talking directly to Michael Mann without speaking into the microphone for like 20 straight minutes. And it's a huge <laughs> theater and no one can hear him. Uh-huh. Including Michael Mike, Mann? No, Michael Mann can hear him and he's like nodding. And then he picks up the microphone and goes, this guy's pitching me a movie right now. <laughs> and I was sitting <laughs> and I was sitting uh, two rows behind Christian Bale, who was there. Wow. And Christian Bale stood up and started booing the man. And then the entire <laughs> theater started booing him. <laughs> I had an experience similar to that. I can't remember what movie it was, um, but it was like the Q&A afterwards. And uh, like Patrick Stewart was there. I think he was one, he was in the movie. And some girl who was like, 30 rows back like not close mm-hmm. to the, sca- the stage goes i just wanted to ask patrick can i give you a hug and there was like a pause where everybody like acknowledged the logistics that would have to take place in, in order for us to like all wait while she like went to the front <laughs> to give patrick uh, stewart a hug and there was like a there was like a two second pause and then everybody just starts going <laughs> and they booed her and it was so good what did patrick say though <laughs> he didn't have to say anything because everybody started booing like his pause of he was like oh come on guys make it so make <laughs> yeah. it so yeah. his pause was like acknowledgement that this was a terrible idea and it would force everybody to uh indulge this dumb thing that this girl wanted to do and uh and everybody pounced because they were like well if patrick stewart says it's okay fuck this girl <laughs> I, it reminds me of when, like, I think it was Kesha went up to Jerry Seinfeld while he was doing, like, some fucking red carpet interview and was like, I'm sorry uh, uh, to interrupt. Can I just give you a hug? And he goes, mm, no. <laughs> and she was like, wait, really? And she's like, yeah, no, I'm okay. And then yeah, she but that's cries. Because, so- let's be honest. That's because she was of age and they weren't in Central Park. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, let me see your ID. And they're like, 23? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> By the way, I was looking at pictures of Jerry Seinfeld and Shoshana, whatever. Lowenstein. Lowenstein. Yeah. And um, and I was like, she, I don't know how old she was in the pictures. Maybe she was in her 20s, but she looked like she was in her 20s. So I think a lot of people need to consider that before. <laughs> yeah, a lot uh, of people need to factor hotness into the age of consent. They need to factor hotness into <laughs> the claims of statutory or... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just doing jokes. Yeah. We know. Parody. We know, Matt. Yeah. Uh, parody. Parody. Uh. Uncancelable. Um, but yeah, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, I think he learned a lot from that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they got divorced later because uh, I think she aged out because mm-hmm. yeah. he didn't he, he didn't have to call her parents to ask her out right. anymore no. yeah. yeah and it lost yeah. all of the magic <laughs> yeah, yeah and yeah. she was hanging out she seemed clingy when she didn't have to ask her parents permission to leave the house yeah. around yeah. all the time <laughs> she wanted to move in she's like whoa wait a second yeah 
So I was with my girlfriend. I'm sorry. Let's, let's move on. Have you ever been a 35-year-old man at a junior prom? Um, <laughs> What's why the don't they make <laughs> the whole statute out of the 16-year-old? All right. I don't know. Um, Matt, should we transition to phase two of the pod? Are we there yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's end this like we would end a normal podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy yeah. six nine, everybody. Very nice. Happy sixty nine. I hope everyone is getting testicles in their face and having it uh, reciprocated. Um, Joey, Joey no. Devine, th- thank you so much for uh, coming on the pod. Thanks for having me, guys. I love talking to you, my friends. I love talking to yeah. you too, dude. It's great to have oh, a no. guest that like knows. A lot about movies, even if we don't yeah. talk about them all the time. No, it helps. Yeah, it does. It really does. Because technically, this is the world's only movie podcast. Uh, Joey, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Joey Divine. More importantly, though, listen to Round Ball Rock, uh, yeah. my NBA comedy podcast with Sean Keen. Uh, you guys have been on. Uh, we'll probably have you on. We want to talk Space Jam, probably. So we should probably yes. have you guys on. Um, That's That sounds amazing. Uh yeah, Round Ball Rock. That's uh at Round Rock Pod on Twitter. It's on iTunes, whatever. Uh, and you don't really have to like basketball to listen to our podcast. We mainly have been talking a lot about the State Farm commercials that air during the TNT ads, and also what the show <laughs> Animal Kingdom might be about because we're not sure. I assume it's about animals. Australians. No, they're in California on oh, the show on oh, TNT's man. Animal Kingdom. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's about um, a zoo. It seems like it's about surfers sneering at each other. Oh, I love mainly. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds fun. Um, but so yeah, check out Animal on, Kingdom on TNT. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and check out uh, Joey Rambo. does the Rambo. voice of the head animal. It's great. Uh, I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He is the giraffe. James uh, Corden is the lemur. Um, God. Really. <laughs> Madagascar 4. Noah Bomb back. Uh, <laughs> Noah Bomb is back. Um, yeah. Round Ball Rock Pod. Frogcast at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash Frogcast for uh, the bonus episode. Uh, and uh, Vince, what is a Google voice number? 415 275 0030. Alrighty, everybody. Thanks again so much for listening. And until next time, good night. And stay and tuned. Good chance. Fuck, I blew it. You fucked it up, dude. <laughs> this was the ending I had in mind. Are we going to tell people to tune in for part two on the uh, Patreon feed? Tune in for part two. We're going to talk about on Infinite. The Patreon. In which Mark Wahlberg plays a reincarnated samurai. I already said good night and good chance. All right. <laughs> Bye.